Hello! And welcome to the Aunt Rollins Beer Podcast. Number 116. Great. It's different to 116. As a Beer judge, um, <laughs> you, you call things 116. Oh no. Or, like, Please. It's, it, it's vitally important at this point that there be public outrage. Uh, just remember, if you don't make your voice heard, he's going to keep saying this. No, if you make your voice heard, I will say it even more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, come on. So we've got beer. Okay. Um, uh, ah! <laughs> I drank that last night. Did you? I did. Okay. I stole Roland's beer bods case when it came. I thought, oh. It's got your name on it, in fairness. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. I was like, this must be so, for me. And I didn't open it. Sent, sent it home. And then opened yeah. it. I was like, oh. I had the thing be on holiday. And, and so for people wondering why I'm, I'm not on the Thursday nights tweeting quite as much as I'm drinking it. We're drinking it now, so for, for our recording. Which is the first time ever, because he's always drunk mine in the past. Yeah, exactly. So, we're switching things around for a, for a box. Yeah, okay. So this is Firebrand Brewing Company. Shall we want to comment on the, the brand oh, and stuff? Oh, I've seen it a million times. Have you? No, that style of brandy. Yeah, okay, so the, the like, style's a bit generic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. I'm, I'm glad that they haven't spent too much money on it. <laughs> 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 it's worth putting this in context. These guys started in 2014. Okay. They are a very new brewery, although the it's kind of co-started by... I you know, used to be the head brewer at Pempont uh, down in, in Cornwall. They are a Cornwall-based... Devon-based? Down south. Based Down uh, south-west. Exactly. They get very obsessed if you, if you say down south. It's like saying somebody's from Eastern Europe and they're from Central Europe. <laughs> I'll trust your expertise on this. Yeah, no, honestly. They're, they're, when it they're, comes to upsetting people. Mm, they're very particular about where they're from. Southwest. Okay, so, yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, they are based in Lausestan. I'm, I'm sorry for the pronunciation. I know that's almost definitely pronounced wrong. Is that Taunton? Um, Is that Taunton one? It's it's, Plymouth, so it's not that yeah it's not that far. I stopped in there actually briefly on my way back. From forged Butte. in Cornwall, it says on the yeah. Front. Forged. Um, they're an interesting one in that they are mostly bottle type stuff from what I can see. Um, I actually I'd, I'd heard of them before I went down on holiday last year, although they'd only been open kind of six months at that point, I guess. And I went looking for them and I could not find any sign of them in Cornwall. Okay. I ended up finding signs of the bottles. Yeah, further north in some of the bottle shops and stuff, mm-hmm. but not not down that way. Um, so pretty, I'm pretty new at that point anyway. But yeah, so graffiti IPA, I kind of underwise graffiti. What? Yeah. Mm. Roland's done no research. No, I'm just trying to call him out here to say he's Thanks done for no that. research. On on the plus side, I like this. Um, on the side, you'll notice next to their Twitter and Facebooky things, uh, a list of what's in there. So you've got Marisotta Pale Ale Malt uh, with Amarillo hops, Centennial, and Cascade. Three of our faves. Yeah, we, we know that this is what it says. It's it's just, it's pale ale malt with three big American hops there. It's quite, a, I, know, I wouldn't say cloudy, but it's not particularly... It's not crystal, no. no. Um, it's not got a lot of life in it either. I'm having to... It isn't the most well carbonated, this one. No, I'm having to give it a little bit of a shake up to give it some... You're right, I wouldn't mind a bit more, more carbonation, Amanda, if that's one off for this bottle, or... Mm. Was it, did you find yours last night? Can you remember it? Uh, n- actually, it wasn't last night, it was Saturday night, and uh, no, I had way too many Saturday <laughs> nights. Um, I seem to remember not being offended by it, thinking it was a nice, a good, solid, nice IPA. Um, yeah. But then I was about five IPAs in at that point, <laughs> so... Um, I, I still think it's a good, solid IPA. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I mean, it's... Um, I say it's darker than I expect it to be. Like, I think that's one thing I notice. And, like, the colour's really bothering me. I, don't, I keep looking at the colour and I don't know why. Yours particularly. Mine is it's quite cloudy. I don't know if that's why I've poured mine, I think. Yeah. yeah, I've not done such a good job pouring mine. Yours is a bit rather clearer than mine is. Yeah, I mean, the smell, it's that very typical kind of centennial, cascade yeah. kind of IPAE smell. Um, yeah, definitely orange and... Really good bitterness. Um, Actually, fruit, yeah. As opposed to the lager that we had last week that mm. didn't have that bitterness, I think this has really got that kind of pithy yeah. kind of you know, punch to it. It's exactly what... I guess looking at the, the bottle, like this was exactly what I was going to... If I expected it to taste like something, it's this. Yeah. Like it definitely delivers on that. 5.5%? We're not unhappy with that, are we? No, no, no. I think any more and it, it's pushing it, but I, I think that's, that, that's my, my level for, for a, a, a session IPA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I think like for an IPA, 5.5 is is a great place to be. Yeah. I'm really happy with that. I, I'm really struggling with the carbonation part to it, though. Like, yeah. The, and I don't... I think this could be this bottle because I don't... I would remember this from... Uh, I, I wasn't time. that drunk. Uh, I would remember... And this is this is super flat. Yeah. This like, one's... It's actually to the point of I don't know whether I can finish it super flat. It is quite, quite low. Um, it may just be the, the bottle's got a little bit... Cap's got knocked or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a bit disappointing. Let me look at the cap. Is it a fancy cap? No, no not one. Silver cap. Well, I, I think, you know, these Again, guys Again, 2014, are, we should we, yeah, we can allow them to grow a little. There's a couple of guys who've, who've started it up, and it's very much brewing what they want to brew. They've started fairly cautiously, so they had two in their core range originally, and then just a couple of a couple of extra ones they've, they've swapped around. I say they're not, they're not exactly throwing out lots of the beer to the whole marketplace around them. They are starting fairly um, kind of... Slowly, steadily building. It's an interesting. It's, I mean, it's an interesting kind of thought of it. You know, new breweries uh, starting up. I, I kind of wonder how you get your foot in the. In, you know, actually on the ladder, of um, setting up a new brewery because it must be really difficult to get into the big places. Yeah, sure. Uh, it must be really difficult to get in if you're not the super uber cool kids into some of the craft bars. Yeah. Um, I, I just kind of wonder how. How you actually break it into the market, and whether that's still possible these days? I think it all depends yeah. what you want to do. I, I'm there's a little brewery from near Stoke. I've had I had one beer from them, and like I I keep an eye out in the bars near me. I want to try their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a, one of their beers on once in a pub, and it's again it's a pub that would serve local stuff. Would be very open to that kind of thing. But from what I can gather, they just they've stayed super small. They supply like one or two places, really really like in the village local. That seems to be the way. I think these guys have gone more towards the bottle route, and like they're more aware of that craft scene and yeah, and pushing into that side of things. But I think if you're a, if you're trying to be small and do a more traditional, kind of beer, I think you're in a really tough well, place I think, these I days. Think, so, props to to Matt and Gordon. We don't give them out very often, but um, I think this is a good this mm. is a good kind of brewery to be having in a beer bods box absolutely uh, particularly after last week's adnams you know which is obviously a huge brewery yeah um i would like to see more of these styles of beers even if this one isn't floating my boat because of that carbonation yeah. issue um well i i have i actually checked i have had one beer from these guys before i had a saison from them at the craven arms in birmingham oh, okay um which was very tasty i'm enjoying that um yeah, like they they are ones that you I've seen it very occasionally, but again, like they aren't they aren't a big name. They aren't. I'm sure they're one that a lot of people won't have come across before. And well done, Matt Gordon. Yeah, good find. Yeah, are you ready to go? 
Um, yeah, I think I'm ready to go. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna ignore the combination on the the basis we're probably. That's probably just a one-off in this bottle. I guess a potential side effect of dealing with a smaller brewery as well that the bottling may not be yeah. uh, as consistent as it can, and it just goes to prove your canning thing wrong because bottles can be rubbish too. Well. No, I mean everything can be rubbish. That's delight. Small, small. You're right. It's always going to be difficult for that consistency. Yeah. It's a downside of that, isn't it? Yeah. Now this is this is really. But the upside is they they do make stuff that that they like and genuinely yeah. believe in and that we enjoy. Yeah. No, I mean I I I, I do remember kind of enjoying this the other night, um, as, even though it was a bit hazy, uh, and I do think it's it is probably just that. So I, I probably won't punish it too much for the lack of carbonation. Mm. But, uh, go on, you go. You do your you do well, your bottle top rating. So I'm going to skip out the, the carbonation, say this is... That. Stop I, filling. Stop filling and get on with it. Come on. As a CBA judge, I haven't got time for this. Right, we'll move on. Um, this is, for me, a, a really solid, well-brewed IPA. Um, I will certainly drink more of their stuff again. It's not, you know, it's not massively exciting, I think. It's definitely filling what I thought it was going to do. But at the same time, I would happily drink this again. So I'm going to go at an eight. I'll do the Thank sound you. effect for you, Roland, because you're, you're too lazy to You're the technical the guy. That's what you I mean, do. These sound effects cost a fortune. Like, I spend lots of money on these. Um, yeah, no, for me, uh, I am disappointed by the, 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 the flatness of it. Um, I do seem to remember it being better, so even though it's hazy. Um, it's a traditional IPA. It's an IPA that isn't... I, I, it's very unmemorable. That's why I'm kind of going back going, I'm sure this wasn't... Like, yeah. well, I, don't, I don't remember it so much. Um... If it's part of their core range, great. You know, core yeah. range IPA. This is perfect. This is. It reminds me very much of you know things like punk. You know things. Yeah. You know the kind of uh, axe edge. You know that kind of style, which is just it's a good, solid, interesting. You know, not, but not not complex. Not nothing yeah. amazing. Um, I would very much like to go and check out some of their other stuff. So that must be a positive in it. So I'm going to go seven and a half. Okay. I think it's 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 good, and and it's a shame it's not fizzy. Yeah. Never mind. Well, after last week's marathon, I think we should uh, we, yeah. can, we can finish quite easily uh, finish this one quite quickly at 10 minutes. So, uh, should we drink up? We I'm shall. not drinking mine up, and we'll shut up. <laughs>